So, last we saw each other, the boys, with the final blow from Ox's gun, killed off her Salka, and on her home turf, too. Not bad. They got Kian back as well, and healed up his wounds from the stake embedded in their shoulder, and the scrapes and scratches that covered their body after it was dragged for who knows how long and who knows how far over the dirt of the Feywilds. It's too bad they couldn't help heal Henry's curse. He took note of the spread of it, kept his concern quiet. Don't know how he's planning to handle that one. Now they're back in the dry air of the deserts of somewhere. They'll go back to the city proper if they stick to their plan and say goodbye to their friends Beatrice and Ophelia. Where are those two heading off towards? Let's listen and maybe we will know. Ophelia looks to Beatrice. So, you're alright staying up a bit longer, you don't mind? I mean, I, this kind of was the whole... Well, not this in particular. I didn't really know what was going to happen when I saw you, but this was the plan. Finding you? I only meant, are you alright taking watch? Oh. I can do that. <laughs> Ophelia looks to the rest of you. We'll just be talking a bit, if that's alright. We'll keep an eye out as well, so don't worry. Does anyone else want tea before you go to bed? I wouldn't mind a cup. Pulls out like a couple of extra teacups from her bag. Can I lean over and see what tea you're making? It's nighttime, probably. It's your mama like. <laughs> yeah, like, I you know, some sort of like lavender herbal tea. And the rest of you, do you just go to bed? Yes. And Ophelia holds out a hand to Beatrice and just places it on her shoulder and guides her a little bit further away. <sighs> she looks around, strains out her skirts, and plops down on the sand. She folds her hands in her lap. I thought I should probably apologize for how standoffish I've been. No. It's yes, actually, <laughs> I think I should. Well, a lot was going on. Kind of thought maybe you didn't want to be found, but I wasn't sure, so it's also my fault for pushing myself into this situation. Did Ox tell you that I, no offence, was not interested in seeing family? He sort of implied that you wouldn't be very happy to see me. Well, it's very kind of you to try to invite me to your wedding, and I'm afraid I cannot go, but I have nothing against you. You're sure you can't go? Or perhaps I could go, but I don't think I should. To be honest, I was more hoping to get to know you, but why don't you think you should go? Or why do you think you shouldn't go? She smiles, pauses for a bit, thinking about it. I don't know what they've said about me, our parents, or if anything is different over there, but I was not exactly... We didn't get along terribly well. They wanted a, a proper court member. I was supposed to be a representative of our family. They expected me to be excited to fulfill the role of a fae prince of the summer court, and I was quite clear that I was not interested, and that did not make them very happy. I mean, if you wanted to know me, I think probably you know me much better now than you would if I 
carried myself as I'm supposed to at your wedding. I'm not entirely comfortable going back. I've fixed all that, haven't I? Beatrice kind of just looks down deep in thought for a second. I don't think that anyone would expect you to be a certain way if I invited you as you are, but you don't, you don't have to come. But I am here and I have some time before the wedding. Could I stay with you for a while? I am afraid I do have some business to attend to. Well, I've never been here before, so it's not like I have a plan of specific places I need to go. I just want some good memories. She smiles, nods, and leans back and reaches into her skirt pocket and pulls out that little crystalline cube that she was using to jump between planes. Places it in her palm and holds it out to you to look at. I need to return this to the fae who gave it to me. If you'd like, you can come with. I think she nods excitedly. Where is that exactly? That's a good question. So it'll be like a scavenger hunt of sorts. Sure, yes, it'll be like a scavenger hunt. Possibly a dangerous one, we'll find out. I will make sure you get back to your wedding in one piece though, so don't fret about that. She pockets it. She looks back at the sleeping boys. So I will be going back to somewhere, but I should probably go soon after that. I prefer not to be in debt for too long. Is there anything I can help you with? I'm sure there will be. Well, how are we planning on traveling? Train? Horse? She nods. Both. Just make sure that I buy the proper things in somewhere. You don't really have to buy anything. She grins. I mean, I do want things. Prepare me for the journey. She just nods. <laughs> and that, the rest of your watch goes smoothly. The desert is quiet. Kian has more questions about where Beatrice saw Lachlan. Do you want to roll for Beatrice? So yeah, maybe let's say like a survival check to see if you can get anything more specific than the forest kind of around this area outside the desert. <laughs> Seven. Seven, huh? To be fair, she was trying not to get lost. Um, I think she can ballpark within these hundred square miles or whatever, but this isn't a detailed map of those woods. So you don't have a landmark really to get any more specific than that, but it is a very specific little region of the Southeast. It's not a huge forest. It's in between the desert and the mountain range. So he's going to look at that and kind of use the general like knowledge of where he knows Lachlan wouldn't go to guess where Vivian is. See like what potential route he would be taking to Vivian. I was just going to try to send Marigold. All that way? Before, if something happens, I can call her back. I don't know if it's possible, but can contact him. Try to send her in that general direction. She, she sighs, sits back a bit on the horse. I just, I'm not sure I understand what your plan is after that. 
you're going to find him with Marigold. And then, what? I have some things for a thing of his that I'd like to return. I'd just like to see him again. I don't know, I don't have a plan. I was thinking I might come up with one on the way. Do you remember when I warned you not to do anything stupid? I don't think that this is exactly a stupid idea. No, I'm just, you see, I think this is fine that you just want to see him. However, I am concerned that it is pre-stupid. That perhaps, while I'm not here, after I give you whatever advice it is you ask of me, that you will then commence to do something stupid. And I say this with all the love in my heart, Kian. Said I would try not to do anything stupid. That's still the plan. Right. Is this conversation public or private? It would be public, yeah. I think. Okay. Yes! <laughs> <Make sure. laughs> so the boys are just snickering in the background. <laughs> the further he goes, the less of a chance there will be. More about where Vivian might be. I never really tried to push in that direction. She's somewhere past the mountains. He just kind of points. He's looking at the map from like the woods to the mountains and is like kind of like tracing a couple of ideas of paths. Probably doesn't want to go into any towns, islands. I don't know. He's never been very good at staying solitary. We'll just send her in that direction and check in. He's on Clementine. He kind of spends the next little bit, I think, puts the glasses in the little pouch and writes a little note and probably hold Marigold in his hands and stay safe. Try to stay invisible if you can. And I'll keep in contact with you. Miss you. <laughs> Throws her up in the air and sends her on her way. Marigold flies off towards the east. Never to be seen again. Yep. Be Let's not joke about that. <laughs> I choose to believe it's fine. What is the vibe of Henry Knox? Ox has been pretty quiet. He seems a little unsettled. Um, he's been sticking pretty close to Henry. Well, I mean, he's definitely been more quiet and more towards the back than he has been, uh, historically speaking, but also generally just seems more interested in being where Ophelia isn't. Oh no. So probably pretty distant from Kian too then, if Kina yeah. sticking with Ophelia. The boys are not all right. Yeah. <laughs> so from the sound of it, your group is mostly pretty quiet as you make your way back to somewhere. There is an entrance for people who are traveling from the direction of Paradise. Normally, travelers are only permitted through the train station. As you approach, you see a guard at the toll gate who's leaning against it, smoking a cigar, not paying very close attention, scanning the horizon, eyes land on you, and they straighten up. And then their gaze lingers on Henry and Virgil, and then the posture relaxes again. You see them turn around and unlock the gate behind them, opens without a sound on its hinges, and they gesture you through with a bit of a sarcastic flourish. Give the two of you a nod as you go by and just watch the rest of you curiously. 
and you find yourselves back in somewhere. You're not in the bustling oasis area of the city now, you're on the outskirts. So it's still quiet, not that many people around. The streets can barely be called streets at this point. Ophelia and Beatrice have their hat and hood on to hide from the sunlight that beats down on you. You still have plenty of daylight ahead of you. What are you gonna do? Is this where we part ways from the two of you? We do need to return to the sheriff, and I imagine you want to be nowhere near her. I'm not sure. Beatrice looks at Ophelia. I probably should stay away from the sheriff. Are you going straight there? I'd like to get this over with. Better to report sooner rather than later. Then perhaps now is best. Feels a little soon, but it does. Beatrice, as they're talking, she kind of starts ruffling through her bag and she pulls out this large piece of lacework that you might have seen her working on at night, maybe six feet long at this point. And if you've gotten a good look at it, you can tell that it is like a full long veil. It's not complete, but she kind of finds a little spot in the center near the end and she holds it out. Well, there's a couple of things that I'd like to say real quick before we leave. One, you're all invited to the wedding. I'm not sure when it is, but you should be getting more information sometime soon when I have a better idea. And I wanted to show this to all of you and shows this little panel that she's made. Two thistle flowers apart and three bands of lace that each have an intricate design. I've been working on this for a very long time and sort of wanted a piece that showcased this part of my life. Just wanted to say thank you for helping me find my sister and she kind of points at one and you can see it's like kind of, it's abstract, it's simple, but there's just a like railroad track design and there's like a bit of like delicate lace work and she like looks at Henry. This kind of represents you and there's like a little piece that has a bunch of clover, oxalis, and she looks at ox. And this represents you and then I wasn't sure exactly what to do for you and she turns to Virgil. But I really liked the design on your cloak before you gave it away. And <laughs> it's a little sun design. She looks towards Ophelia. I guess where the thistle flowers didn't mm. really get a chance to know Kian. And she kind of looks down. It's the whole story of finding you, so looks down a little bit embarrassed. That's all. I guess. Thank you. This is lovely work. You're very talented. I've been working on it for a long time. Ox will reach out to touch it with a gloved hand, if you'll allow it. Yeah. Actually, Ox decides to remove his glove before he touches it. Oh. Whore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he'll take his time to delicately hold it and look at it and look at all the details. Beatrice, this is beautiful. Thank you. He really is lovely craftsmanship. I'm, well, I'm flattered. And I look forward to your wedding invitations. 
All I have to do is finish the veil and then I'm ready. So might take my time on that, but within the year. Well, no rush. It's not like my mailbox is going to change anytime soon. Will we be receiving this invitation by letter or will it be sort of a magic message? We'll figure it out. <laughs> all right. I don't have all the details planned. It's been a large process with a lot of family input, but you will be getting an invite. I'll take your word for it. Right, then I guess we will go. It's been lovely traveling with you. You as well. She kind of looks over to Ophelia. Ophelia was watching this interaction with a small smile on her face. She looks up as everyone turns to her. It's good to see you all again. Though under unfortunate circumstances. We do appreciate all your help. I don't think we could have done this without you. Without both of you. Ophelia, I, I am sorry for not telling you, but I, I thought it would be important that you met your sister. I know that wasn't my choice to make, but I'm glad you did. <sighs> she nods. She looks back to Beatrice and over to you again. Well, I suppose I can't exactly preach honesty all the time, so apology accepted. It was good to see you again, really. You, uh, you wouldn't happen to have an, another one of those little felly feathers, would you? Felly, who most of the time sits on Ophelia's shoulder, lets out a little trill of a sound, and Ophelia <laughs> looks to Felly and back to you. She doesn't particularly like when I do that, so perhaps not for now, but I can contact you. I can check in. I will have perhaps more time, more availability to cast less, uh, I don't have to say unnecessary, but uh, necessary spells. <laughs> Especially with Beatrice here to help me, so I'll check in on all of you. Don't be a stranger. We I have to hear from you again. I'll send something to you. I'll send something away. I will. Henry. Yes? I am also sorry for the way I behaved around you. It wasn't entirely fair, and I know that. And your, um, your distance has been noted and is understood. Well, you did make your message very clear. I did. I don't take it back necessarily, but I think you may prove me wrong in some ways. I look forward to that. Well, it wouldn't be for you, but I do appreciate your assistance with getting Kian back. And I appreciate yours. Good luck. You as well. She holds out a, a hand to Kian. He will take her hand and pull her in for a hug. She hugs Kian very tightly. Please let me know how everything is as soon as possible. Keep in touch. I will. Like I said, I won't be a stranger. I'll let you know if I hear anything from Lachlan as well. Please do. Try not to do anything stupid. Try my best. Things back. Looks over to Virgil. Gives him a little wave. He gives her a shallow little bow. She laughs a bit as you do that. Curtsies back. All right, we should be going then. 
not a fan of goodbyes, and this one has gone on for a long time. Be safe. You as well. We will. Beatrice takes Ophelia's hand and starts making her way towards the city, looks back, gives a wave. The two sisters walk off into the distance. If you are planning to go straight to the sheriff, unlike the two sisters, you will be walking down the main road. You slowly make your way to the city proper. As before, it gets more and more crowded as you get closer to the central district. Before you get to the most concentrated, wealthiest area of somewhere, you take a side street and another side street. It's a little quieter. And you find yourself in front of the sheriff's office. Right, so do all of us want to go in or... Yes, we're supposed to be paid as well, so I'd rather not, but... For any particular reason? You've just been a bit dodgy about the sheriff. Understandable, considering your affiliations, but... Well, I'm just a bit nervous, especially considering the last conversation I listened in on, but it'll be fine. From what I remember, Donna is a woman of her word. I think we are to be welcomed with open arms. How do you feel about it? Well, I'd rather not go in if I don't have to, but I do want to get paid. It might be a bit of an olive branch. She might appreciate it. You can stay in the back. Ox nods. So you all <laughs> head into the sheriff's office. Uh, much like the guard that was outside, the secretary straightens up, looks curiously at you all, and then recognizing Virgil and Henry, relaxes a little bit and just stands up without much of a word and opens the door for you to walk back to Donna's office and just allows you to bring yourselves over to her door. Henry would take the lead at this point. It's not locked. You just open the door. And as if she knew you were standing outside, Adonna is already sitting back in her chair behind her desk, Maggie in the seat next to her. She looks quite different from how you're used to seeing her in her overalls, work uniform. Her hair is a little neater, pulled back into two buns that are maybe a little better pinned than before. She wears a, a faded, green floral dress. She does not look like someone who's been working on a train. And much like before, she stares down at the floor as you walk in. Donna is relaxed as ever. Looks the same as ever, wearing a dark red scarf. She looks at all of you as you come in. Good evening, Donna. Evening. Well, we've just finished from Paradise. I'm sure you've already gotten word somehow, yes? I have. She reaches back to her drawer under her desk and pulls out the unsigned contract that two of you made together, puts it down on the desk and slides it towards you, takes out a pen, places it on top. Henry will walk over to the desk, pick up the pen and look down at the contract. Are, are the two of you, there are two chairs sitting out, by the way. Are the two of you standing back and the two of you sitting down? Ox is standing back. Henry would be standing to sign. It's easier to make his signature that way. His absolute Hancock of a signature. <laughs> God, is it more polite to sit? Especially if Virgil takes the seat, he would sit. Or be the first one to prompt sitting. <laughs> the social games. Yeah, Virgil would have sat down to be 
polite because the chair was offered. Kian is standing, like, sort of to the side. Unfortunately, he speaks while he signs. Lachlan walked off into the desert, wasn't too pleased about returning to somewhere. I suppose I can't blame him for everything, and slides the contract with his signature on it back to Donna. So unfortunately, he has not joined us in somewhere. Probably worried he'll be arrested again. Again, really can't blame the fellow, but I suppose that's that then. The line is yours and whatnot. If there's anything else you need, I mean, our payment. We need the payment, yes. Can I just watch her real closely as Henry is explaining things? I want to see if she's surprised to hear that quote-unquote Lachlan just walked off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also... It's not going to be a good roll, but Keen's going to try. Mine's a 19. Oh, I love to hear a roll and a laugh. What's a, okay, uh, so negative one. <laughs> <laughs> 11. 11? Yeah. 22. Ooh, Ox. Right, what Do are your you? elf eyes see? Well, okay, so 22. I'll start with you. What are you inciting first? Yeah, he's curious about her reaction as... Henry says Lachlan walked off into the desert. She um, she has seemed laid back this whole time, but you do see a hint of surprise as Henry starts to sign the contract. You can tell that she expected some sort of fight <laughs> from, from him. A pleasant surprise, but a surprise nonetheless. Uh, when Henry talks about Lachlan, she nods knowingly as, as he speaks. That does not seem to surprise her. Henry, you got, what, 11? Then I'd say for you, she's pretty hard to read. Anyone can tell that she has, I mean, whether you believe it or not, she has a calm and relaxed energy to her. Maybe it's a front, maybe it's not. But she doesn't break at any point during your, your conversation. May I also spare a glance to Maggie? Nat 20. <laughs> oh, juicy. Nat 20, huh? Can you tell me at what point you glanced to Maggie? I imagine him sort of g glancing between making his own signature to make sure it looks nice and Donna when he speaks, but one time we'll glance up to look at Maggie when Donna gives him nothing the first time. For Maggie, mostly she's staring down at the ground still as as you talk. But you notice her her gaze flick upwards a couple times. But she doesn't look at you and she doesn't look at Donna. She looks at the paper you're signing. And she seems a bit awestruck. And also there is a hint of behind the disbelief, excitement, an odd excitement. You can tell she also did not expect you to do this, but she hoped you would. My naked one doesn't give me any. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. I'm afraid your negative one doesn't get you anything. You're not even aware Donna's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you just like watching a fly on the wall. <laughs> and it's like, that could be someone familiar. Inside check the fly. <laughs> Plotting hands. <laughs> Donna slides the contract back towards herself and pulls out a hand for the pen. Henry returns it to her. She signs it as well. It's a simple signature. I'm sorry to hear your friend didn't want to come back with you, but um, you're right, it's understandable after everything. Exactly, and um, you know, I'm not going to 
drag him back here, then basically, you know, we're no better than the people who tied him up the first time. Not necessarily you, of course. Um, right, but we did deliver Aishon, um successfully to Paradise, and he seemed very uh, pleased with that. And we got rid of the thing that was killing everyone between here and Paradise as well. You did? Yes. It's very dead. Excellent. Can you tell me anything about it? Virgil would step forward a little bit. It seemed to be some type of water-based fae, a rusalka, to be precise. This taken care of. Thanks for that. Uh, she looks back to you, Kian. And we agreed on 200 for the four of you, yes? Yes, that was the price we agreed on. Excellent. She looks over at Ox. Just stares at him for a moment, laughs quietly to herself, reaches down to her door again, pulls out a simple brown leather pouch she places on the table with a hefty thunk. Feel free to count it all here if you want. Should be 200. If I made a mistake, let me know. And she looks back up to Ox. Didn't expect to see you around here again. Didn't uh, expect to be back around here again. My group decided to stop on through. She looks at the other three around you. What are you calling yourselves? Oh god. Um, time out. What the fuck? <laughs> oh god. Are you asking for a group name? You don't have to have one. Could have just warned us you were giving us homework, is all I'm saying. You don't have to have one. So, yeah. what are you calling yourselves? Well, hadn't landed on anything yet. Well, their little conversation has been going on. Henry has been power counting at speed. Pauses immediately, looks up. Are you implying or some sort of gang or nefarious group, Donna? Not necessarily, but a uh, friend here's been a part of a group before. Had a name, I know. Wondering if you're new members or a new group. This group isn't like the last one. It's good to know. I'm aware that you've broken some laws, but came through with this, so I'm willing to let it slide. You'll find 50 extra in there. Thanks for the work you've done. And if you're still power counting or if you finish power counting, there is 250 gold. Pleasure doing business with you, Mr. Goodlove. Same to you. If you don't mind me asking before we leave, steps a bit closer. I'm Kian. I'm sure you heard my name from them earlier. Seemed like the prison didn't have Lachlan's things. Wondering if they were still around here somewhere. Yeah, we still have them. Do you mind if we take them off your hands? What are you asking for? You know, whatever assortment of things he has, I'm sure. We can contact him and send them on his way. She shrugs. If you tell us what you want, we'll give it to you. Depending. And I'm pretty sure he mentioned an instrument. Yeah, we can give that back. You have to go by the jailhouse. Maybe some clothes as well. Not certain they still have clothes, but um, they might. He nods, steps back. They'll take our word for it. I'll write you a note. Much appreciated. Take a piece of paper. Write something on it. Folds it up. 
puts it in an envelope that's pre-stamped with the address for her office, hands it over to you. Shouldn't give you any trouble. I don't know what they'd be doing with it anyway, so. If you have any lucrative opportunities in the future um, for which you might need assistance, or if you uh, happen to have any questions on uh, running the line between here and Dawning, I mean, I'm sure, he glances to Maggie, I'm sure you don't, but you know, still, just in case, um, you're welcome to contact us again. I do live in somewhere. Will do. And uh, just a word of advice for all of you. Um, you're going to try to pull some shit again. Make sure to get your story straight. No harm this time. But while well, your daddy came by, had a little chat, some things didn't quite match up. Again, let it slide, but... Be careful out there. I'd love to have you come by again, do some work for me, find a lucrative opportunity for you, but, uh, well, if you have a reputation as outlaws, our relationship's gonna be something different. Understand? Um. <laughs> Crystal clear, thank you. <laughs> have a lovely day. You as well. And just usher Henry out of the room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That could have gone so much worse. Let's get some distance. Yes, of course. How, how long do you think it would take to arrange for travel to Enosh? Theoretically speaking, it shouldn't take too long. We are, are still allowed on the line. That was part of the agreement. Didn't Ophelia say that the trains aren't stopping there anymore, though? I mean, I definitely would like to go to Enosh, but... Not sure if we actually fully decided as a group that that was what we were going to do. By all means, we can speak about it. it are seems... you all having this conversation in the hallway? No! no. Okay. We're <laughs> Audi. We are on the street. We are heading to Henry's shop. Okay. We are leaving. <laughs> I think we're going to spend an extra second in that. <laughs> Fuck no. Rented vibes. It's just that you seemed a little bit out of it when we were talking about it before. Didn't quite get a gauge on what you wanted to do. He's looking at Henry specifically. I suppose it just depends on where we want to prioritize our efforts. Well, if we're all traveling together and we're staying on this search to find your sister, didn't we hear she was up north anyway? Northwest or northeast somewhere. I know that if we stop in Enosh and talk to some of my friends, they're fairly well-connected. It's a chance they might have heard about someone gathering a group of people. Drop by Enosh and see what we can do there and then head up to Dawning. That might be complicated. Like I said before, um, well, the people that are in Enosh, there are some who might be able to help with ways of getting in a little less, uh, what's the word? Conspicuously? Yeah, sure, that works. Are you recognized by face? Yes, especially in Donning. I was a public figure, as you recall. It was how long ago, exactly? Two years, but that is not very long. No, it's not at all. You're right. They were very clear. I'm not welcome back. Well, 
I'm quite certain something can be arranged. Not necessarily personally, but I, I have more connections in Dawning than I do down here. I'm certain you have many useful connections in Dawning, but I'm not certain they will be able to pull any strings on this. I think we have to be more clandestine. The Guardian banished you. A step below. We do have plenty of time to try to figure that out. We just kind of have to figure out our next step. So, Enosh might be the furthest actual island we can get officially, at least. After that, we might need to get a bit tricky. Yes. I'm not really sure what will await me, Ninosh, but I do like to help people. Are they, or are they not friendly with you? Well, we were friends. Were, or are? I hope that we are. Just want to be clear, you mean friendly as in how yourself and Ophelia are, rather than Lachlan friendly? The thing is, I don't know if Lachlan friendly means romantic yeah. or if it means uh, antagonistic. <laughs> antagonistic. Candles yeah. kind of like looks at Henry for a second. He wasn't dating any of them. Kian, darling. Yes, I'm sure you've dated many people. I mean, do they want to deck you? I think he just called you a whore. Well, we'll see when we get there. Do we honestly think the Guardian was killed? Can I make a history check? Yeah, we do an egg. Yeah, but 20. Not 20. 22. 22. 4. 4. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kian. Um, Kian, I mean, you've definitely heard campfire stories about, you know, terrible, horrifying ghost, I don't know, <laughs> murders. <laughs> like, you've heard some really outlandish tales about guardians that have been killed by, for example, one of the members of the island who fell in love with their fae guardian and then became jealous and when their guardian didn't return their love, stabbed them with an iron knife in their sleep. That kind of thing. Yeah. So did Kian go to outdoor school for god kids? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Kian went to Camp Athlete. It was great. <laughs> Henry, you have heard that this may have happened in the past very rarely. Generally, people are unsure the Guardian maybe abandoned the island by choice. It is not a common occurrence. Some people don't believe the Guardians can even be killed, at least not on this plane. On the material plane, they're a little bit more, they're more stable in the way that a familiar is. You know, you can poof a familiar on this plane, but their soul will still exist on their own. Virgil, my nat 20 child. What do you got for me, Dad? <laughs> there was a mission you went on in the past to a very small, insignificant island that was not even marked on any maps. Commander Nico had to take out a pen on the map that you use and, and mark the place where you were all about to go for your next mission. Uh, this island was to be taken in by the Phoenix because their guardian had vanished. And at this point, the Dawn Shepherds were established enough that you could hang around some of the commanders and higher-ups as they spoke with each other. And 
the rumors that the Guardian had been killed were flying. Uh, it seemed most suspected that is what happened. And there was a general sense of shock and grief. If the Brownie Queen truly was killed, I, I'm not certain what help we can give other than helping people evacuate. I think that's... I'm pretty sure that was all that Ophelia asked of us. I wonder if we speak with Magla, if she would be willing to assist us with running a train specifically to Enosh, help people leave. And while that is happening, perhaps we could take a look around and see if we can find out what has caused the disappearance of the Guardian. Sounds like a fairy tale, but... Unfortunately, the brownie Guardian isn't intensely strong by comparison to other Guardians. Strong, yes, but it isn't as if we're talking about, you know, Phoenix Island falling. I think that we owe it to try whatever we can. I think so too. And it happens to be on our way, so we can make ourselves useful. Do you think we... Weakened the wall? Gone back and forth so many times? I suppose it's possible. I'm not sure if we should give ourselves that much credit. I don't know, it just worries me that perhaps we did a part in maybe weakening it a little bit. Then it's appropriate that we help now. Exactly. Perhaps we should make haste to wrap up the remainder of our business here and somewhere, and arrange for a meeting with Maggie. Well, uh, what else do we need to do around town? Gathering supplies. Hopefully picking up Lachlan's things. There is a shop I'd like to revisit again. There were some very helpful books, actually, that helped me learn how to do the spells I've been practicing. How are you handling the contract on top of everything? I know it wasn't what you would have preferred. Yeah, Henry, I think we were all a little surprised that you signed it. Everything was very suspicious when we arrived, and it just seemed like the least amount of hassle. Seemed like a smart thing to do. I'm sure my parents will be fine, and... And are you? Fine, that is. Yes, I'm fine. I've heard you speak more today than I have in the last several, which is unusual. Well, you know, I just didn't think it was the best time for conversing. You know, I have a full map in my study. Uh, we can plan our route from there. Why don't we do that? Certainly. And don't feel as if we don't want to hear your opinion. It may be long-winded, but it is welcome. I appreciate that. I'll be sure to share my opinion. Don't worry. Virgil just makes a face like he's immediately regretting this. <laughs> so you all head to Henry's place to stay the night. And the next morning you head out on your finishing business up here in somewhere. Mm -hmm. Or I should say down here in somewhere. 
Would you like to go first, Kian? Sure. He wants to get the things for Lachlan. He wants to get it all figured out. I think he woke up quite early or maybe stayed up pretty late writing a letter. And he kind of bundles himself in a cloak and heads out early morning to the post office and the jail first. Are you sending in just a letter? A letter to Kara. Okay. Yeah. Now you have a little bit of coin, so spending one gold sending your letter won't totally destroy you. Yeah. Yeah, you head over to the jailhouse, a long walk, and when you walk in, again, much like before with Henry and Virgil, they recognize you and seem to be expecting you. I think he'll slide the, the note. I mean, I heard there was an instrument here, and there were any other belongings, maybe clothing, a hat. They pull out a notebook, same as all the ones you've been seeing everyone carry around here in somewhere, in the law sector of somewhere, open it up. What kind of instrument? A banjo, perhaps? They nod. You see a checkmark is written. Another checkmark. So, banjo hat, anything else? Not that I've heard of. Alright. Slam the book close, put it back in the drawer. possibly forget anything. It's fine. Yeah. And head to the back and return with a banjo case and rolled up and tied with some twine. Lachlan's hat. Hand them both to you. All right. Thank you very much. He'll check as soon as he gets out to make sure it's the right banjo. You open up the case and it looks like Lachlan's banjo. Uh, it's a little bit more scuffed than usually he allows it to be, but nothing dramatic, nothing that wouldn't be easily fixable. He'll make his way, put the banjo, the hat, and the bag of holding around his waist. And I think some point when he gets closer to the sheriff's office, he's going to duck into an alley, rearrange his clothes a little bit, and cast Disguise Self, and he's going to be a ashy blonde elf woman. He's trying to keep the silhouette of his clothes similar mm -hmm. so that they kind of blend in with the disguise, but she's wearing like a, a deep purple cape, thin silhouetted Edwardian dress. And he'll kind of adjust how he holds himself up and he will go in and open the door to the office. Hello? I was wondering if Maggie was here by any chance. May I ask who's asking? I'm Isabella von Clapton. <laughs> right, um, I'll be right back. Stands up, vanishes, heads back. You'd like to speak with her now. Is she here? She is. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Secretary eyes you curiously and then opens up the door, leads you down the hallway and actually into a different room from Donna's office, one of the doors to the side. This one has a, a work table on it, maps pinned against the walls. It's a, it's a bit of a mess. Maggie is hunched over a desk that sits beneath a high window that lets in a little bit of natural light and is putting a stopper on some ink 
and looks up as you walk in. Dismisses the secretary, stands up, clears her throat. Can I, can I help you? I, well, I didn't expect your visit. Not sure if you remember me at all. I, I do. Just happened to be in somewhere for vacation. Heard some news. Okay. Just thought there was a congratulations in order. Oh, she blushes a little bit. Thank you? How, how? Wait, she looks back. What are you, what are you talking about? The train line? Where did you hear about that? You know, I try to keep an ear out for things. We just happen to be in town. She nods. She seems a bit, uh, a bit nervous. He'll like sit down. Seems like you're really nervous. No, no. She sits down. Her face gets darker as she sits. I'm just surprised. That's all. Um, you just thought maybe you'd like to talk a bit about it since we had discussed business previously. Of course. Yes. Uh, there's a lot changing around right now, actually, but if there's something specific that you're interested in or a question that you had, I'll, I can do my best. And, I mean, if you want to go forward with any of the things you suggested, maybe we can. Again, there'll be a bit of a slower pace at the moment, but, well, you know where to find me if you need to send me a letter or... Yeah, we can always connect more later. It was just... Wondering if you had any plans. I, uh, she glances at the papers on her desk and you actually see her completely fail at subtly flipping over one of the papers to you know, the blank backside. There's a lot in the works right now, as I said. Um, Are you still I, planning on opening another line or focusing on this one for right now? Well, for now, I need to focus on this one, but other lines are in the works. I can't necessarily give out all of the details at the moment. I'd like them to be set in stone. A, a little, maybe not set in stone, but I'd like the details to be a little more secure before finalizing things, unless you have a proposal. Before my husband goes and gambles away our fortune, the casinos, I thinking maybe we should figure out if we're still needed to invest. Right. Um, perhaps advise him not to do that in general. And I would be interested, certainly, if you still are. And give me two weeks. And then if you have something in mind, let me know. Seems reasonable. I'm not sure if we'll be here for much longer, but we were hoping to go back up north. It took us a bit longer to get down here than we were planning. Right. She sits back in her chair. I'm trying to get things running again as per usual, but there's been some trouble at one of the stops. Enosh, have you heard of it? They're having trouble with their guardian. Definitely recognize the stop name. Well, once that gets figured out, hopefully the schedule will be back to normal. Sorry if there's an inconvenience caused. Well, I was really just planning on checking in. Slip a note. Planning on visiting a couple of places, but this would be a good place to send things on the way when you have any news, and just let us know if you'd like to work with us. 
Of course. She'll take the piece of paper. I apologize for the disorganization here. I promise it's not usually like this. She looks around. He looks around. It's not that bad. Thank you. Well, that'll be it. Thank you for stopping by. Again, I am still interested, just a couple weeks. Of course. Best of luck. Thank you. And he'll get up and go. What the frick? Don't, don't worry about it. What the frick? We're worried about it. <laughs> it's been, you guys need to listen back because it's been hinted at so many times. Yeah. <laughs> Slash said straightforward. How many things you got your fingers in, gay boy? Just too many. Henry Tempest, good love here. If you'd be so kind as to give me a minute of your time, I've got something I need to tell you. First off, thank you for listening to Spare the Crying. Your support really is appreciated. And speaking of, when you're done here, why not leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube streams? And if you're so inclined, we even have a Discord server where you can discuss the story so far or talk about your own TTRPG adventures. Now, for some credit where it's due, our background music is by Merica Shans, and the intro music is by Ben McElroy. Not to mention our official artwork is from our very own Corey, at Crow Queen on Twitter. I can't begin to tell you how pleased I am that so many people have tuned into our adventures, and for those who keep coming back, until next time. So I know, Virgil, you want to go to the bookstore. Yes. How are you going along? And do you have any other plans in somewhere? Virgil will make a stop as well, like, that morning, just to the hotel that Nika was at, to see if she's still there or if she left anything. Wait, hold on. Henry, do you have any plans? I, Henry only has two plans, to sell the mount that he had, and then having the conversation with Maggie. I'll say you go to sell your pony. Roll, roll a persuasion check, just to see how much you can get. Okay. Give her a nice brush beforehand, make her look less, um... Yes, of course. Like, he's still... <laughs> Look, Henry is many things, but he's pretty good at... Upselling? Yeah. No, I was going to say persuasion. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, how much do you want to ask? Think you traded a cursed ring. Yes. And, like, sixteen gold, I yeah. think. Yeah. Work with the negotiating price starting at, like, twenty-five. Okay. I think it gets brought down to eighteen. No, he'll take it. Okay. Virgil. You don't have any letter from Nico when you get to Henry's place. When you go to the hotel that Nico is staying in, they seem a bit, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, sure, perturbed when you ask about, ask about her and they're a bit short with you. They say, no, she's not here. You hear Ox breathe a sigh of relief behind you at that. Can I insight check that? Like, are they frustrated with me? Is it like something frustrated with her? Like, why are they upset? Is it just they, that they're working in retail? They seem frustrated with her, like at the mention of her name. I'm sorry to hear that. 
was... Did she not tip well? No. He'll slide over three gold. They take it. This helps. Did she leave anything behind? A mess at all? Any indication of why she was leaving? No. Is she a friend of yours? Yes, very close. I am sorry for any trouble. Like I said, they point to their pocket and pat it where they just put the gold. That helps. Thank you. And he'll just leave and head on to the bookshop. So after you pay for Nico's hotel room... What um, did she do? <laughs> Uh, I just left with that You meet, I think, Which I'll say... I'm in love with her. Unlike her. You meet up with the rest of the boys and head over to the bookshop. Much like before, it's pretty slow in there. Just a couple of other people browsing. The same man in the back, behind the desk. Looks like he's reading one of the books. Reading glasses low on his nose. And glances up as you walk in and back down at the book, and then up again, as he recognizes you. Ira um, stands up, closes the book. You were looking for books on Bladesinger stuff, right? Yes, I am following in my mentor's footsteps as best I can. Right, your orders came in. Uh, be right back. He races off into the back room. My books. While he's doing that, is there a clear organization of this bookshop? Are there, like, themes? You look around the bookshop. At first, it seems like there is no organization to it. As you look closer to different shelves, it does seem like there is a thematic organization to each individual shelf. So some of them are overcrowded with books. You, you pull one book out and there's another one behind it. He has filled the empty space with dried flowers and art pieces, things like that. Just a random, it's all, it almost feels like a antique shop in some corners of the room. And then as far as the bookshelves themselves, they are organized by color. What a man. <laughs> Guess you'll have to talk to him. Do you have to, I mean, I will talk, but is there any role I can, can make? In investigation? Yeah. I guess first he's trying to get an idea if they're all about learning magic or if there are things that are more, I don't know, historical texts or like folk tales or about magical effects. You don't have to roll. You can tell. It's not all magical textbooks. Mm. There are magical theory books. There are history books. There are maps. They are mostly learning based. He is looking for things on vampires. <laughs> just okay. just uh, right. Yeah. The jump from maps to vampires. <laughs> Roll, babe. Roll investigation. Oh my god. That's an... It's an in. Oh, oh! I'm better at this one. Fuck yeah. Um, that's a 22. <laughs> it takes some searching. You do find a couple of books on vampires in a section that seems to be like, curse-related. That's what I thought. It's a pretty full shelf, too. There's a lot of theoretical, conceptual books about curses. You notice a couple of 
what seemed to be more instructional books on cursing. And what languages do you speak? Great question. I know Celestial. Celestial will call my name. Thieves can't. Okay. They can. You <laughs> find a book that does have a, a label on the spine in common that says Vampires, a history. But when you pull the book out to look at it, you see it's written in a language that you don't know how to read. As he's looking through finding the things, eventually he'll kind of lean over to Henry, who I'm assuming is close in this bookshop anyway. I found a section that might be interesting to you, but also, do you know what language this is? Well, I'm just using Celestial, Sylvan, Dwarven, Elvish, Infernal, and Common. Fuck yeah. You do not recognize this language, so you know it's none of those. Fair. Am I talking with Merith right now, or is he like run off to go get things? Merith runs off, is gone for just a minute, and runs back with three books. They're a bit hefty, and he drops them on the on the table. Hopefully, these are what you're looking for. Uh, Nico seemed happy with the recommendations. I trust her on this. He's already like taken a book and is flipping through the first couple of pages excitedly. This is more than enough to get me going, I think. I think so too. How much will this run me? Don't worry about it. This could not have been cheap. Don't worry about it. Thank you very much. Actually, while I have you, I was curious about something. How much... If anything, did Nico tell you about the shepherds and, well, our abilities? And not much. Uh, we haven't talked to each other very often in the past few years. And, um, uh, seemed like it was sort of hush-hush business. I, I knew she was involved in the, I don't know what you call it, program? Sure, we can call it that. But, yeah, don't know much about it. Well, I don't know how much trouble I can get into for talking about it now, but I don't think it matters much. I was only curious if maybe you had some books about something similar. I was curious if any of this has happened before, or if there was theory about it. Um, to sum it up, we were taught to sort of brute force our way into infusing weapons with elemental power. Have you heard anything like this before? I mean... People have been making deals with elemental type creatures, and it sounds kind of like warlock magic. Something tells me you're looking for something a little more unique, though. If it is unfamiliar, and to you at least, you might not have any tomes on it, but I thought that it was worth asking. I'll look into it. Thank you. And thank you again for these. And he'll scoop the books up and hold them securely. No problem, I oh, Nico a lot and a, well, that covers those. You and I are alike in that. Shrugs, smiles. Oh, is it all right if I send you a message? I mean, through the spell, if I find something on what you're looking for? Absolutely. All right, will do. Are you all ready? Have you, oh, have you found something there, Kian? Do you know what language this is in? Uh, yeah, that's in Abyssal. Is there yeah. any translation? I don't have a translation, no. 
give me some time and I might have a spell. Might have a spell that I can learn eventually. Well, it would only take me about an hour. I've never done it before, but that is how it is supposed to work. How much would this cost? Uh, he looks at it. Uh, a gold piece. Does that sound good? Sure. All right. Do you happen to know anything else? If you have any other books on general fey beings or vampires or... It's not really my specialty. There should be some around, but there's probably better shops you can find if you're looking for, I don't know, fey stuff. Well, look at this one. He will pull a gold out from his pouch, put it on the table. Ox will approach the counter and ask, I was wondering if you had any books on mechanics and building? No. Sorry. Uh, This is pretty much magic studying stuff. You might also want to look elsewhere. Sorry. Fair enough. Sounds interesting, though. Thank you again. We'll be back, I expect, at some point. Look forward to seeing you again. We take our leave. Virgil and Kian books in hand. And I think all that's left is Henry's visit to Maggie. That afternoon, you head over to Maggie's, or head over to Donna's office, I assume. And when you step inside, secretary stands up. Mr. Goodlove, you're back. Yes, this time I was hoping to speak with Magdala. Oh, one second. Runs to the back, comes back out. Can I ask what you're speaking about? Yes, it's uh, regarding... I may... I'm in need of some rail services. She nods. Doesn't seem to do anything with that information necessarily, but file it away in her own head. And then goes back around to open the door and leads you down the hallway to the door on the right. Knocks on it. You hear Maggie's voice come in. And she opens the door. Maggie is sitting behind her desk. And much like Keen saw this morning, the room is in a bit of a disarray. It's straightened up a bit, but you can just see stacks of work around her. She's actually shoving some things in a desk cabinet as you step in and stands up. Yeah? Uh, Magla, uh, Maggie, can I still call you Maggie? Sure. Okay, I just wanted to, you know. Um, Anyways, there, I'm sure you've heard by now, but there appears to be some trouble in Enosh um, regarding the Guardian business. Uh, Rumor has it, and he leans in to speak a little softer, that they've been killed. I Uh, have heard that, yeah. Yes. So, I was wondering if it would be possible to inquire about your assistance in taking a train. My companions and I were looking to investigate the causes of all of this and how help with the evacuation efforts. We were asked by, well, an acquaintance of ours uh, who personally knows the efforts that are going on there. And I believe a rail line would be very beneficial uh, to moving people out of the area. Uh, we could perhaps discuss compensation for the event. Um, I mean, of course, I won't be able to pay personally, but 
I will be making a trip to Dorning, it is on my agenda, and I'm sure humanitarian effort would be something that both of my fathers would be more than happy to invest in. Would you be willing to assist? She steps, leans back and steps out from behind the desk to just stand beside you, crosses her arms. I, I've heard it's pretty dangerous there. You're all planning to stop Ininosh? Well, yes. I guess I don't see why not. If there are no passengers on the train. Yes, my thought was we could bring an empty train to help get any civilians out of the area and to not put any new people in danger. Except for us, of course, but we're, we're willingly going into... We know what we're getting into ourselves into, you know, to a degree, at least. I... Sure. Um, she seems a bit incredulous. Is this... I thought you were... I don't know, a shop owner of some sorts? Why are you doing this? I mean... You know, if you want to let all of those innocent people die, I, I suppose that's your choice. It is your rail line out all. Her demeanor changes dramatically <laughs> as you speak. <laughs> her shoulders tense, and her expression, which had softened some, sort of hardens again. I never said no, Henry. I was just curious why you were interested in this. I'm not trying to let innocent people die. No, I didn't think so. I would love to help you with this venture of yours. I'll see if I can do what I can. It's been hard to run the trains at all. And the train can't be run by only one person. So I can see if I can convince a few others to help me out. I haven't just been, I don't know, sitting by and watching this all happen without trying to do anything. I just didn't really have the ability to until yesterday evening. So forgive me if I haven't immediately turned things around in an island that's missing its guardian. I didn't necessarily mean uh, to imply that you were uh, sitting by and doing nothing. That was not my um, intention. I suppose I just, you know, um, perhaps the, uh, I mean, our goals are aligned uh, this time, and uh, you know, um, my uh, companions and I, are, we can provide extra arms for safety. I, you don't have to convince me. If you're interested, and the rest of your group is interested, then yes, I'll let you know when we're ready to go. Thank you very much, and do let me know if you need anything, and. I can put it on my parents' tab. There won't be any need for that, but thank you. Right, yes, I should go and make preparations of my own now. Have a, a good evening, day. You too. Goodbye. Oh, oh buddy. <laughs> that was a rough one. Didn't start off rough. She steps past you to open the door, let you out. Maggie's pretty easy to read. And you're, you know her. 
it seems a little bit like there's something more she maybe wants to talk to you about, but something that you said in that conversation has has shut her down. And maybe later you'll have the chance to get it out of her, but you can tell her stubbornness has taken control. <laughs> she waits for you to leave. He goes. The door shuts softly behind you, and you are escorted out of the office. I believe there's one final plan you yeah. had in somewhere. That night, before you make your preparations to leave, Kian will take the device. He's probably going downstairs or someplace that is more out of the way. And he will just kind of hold it for a minute. He'll like look out the window, stare at the sky for a little bit, and then he'll send a little, a little thing. Saw your eyes in the night sky, the Feywild's northern star so high, beautiful red that shines so clear, wishing that you were here. Has Kian spoken poetry to Lachlan before? Maybe just a tiny bit. He has always maybe been a little bit poetic, but Lachlan is the like songwriter, like lyricist, so he's not been super outspoken about oh, it before. Oh, you're getting a dice roll, my guy. So has he ever said a poem to Lachlan before? Yes. Okay. You speak your poem up to the sky, hold the device close, murmur the words into it, and just silence follows. And that's where we'll end tonight's session. Hey, May. <laughs> Would you post that? Yeah. <laughs> God, it was so oh, fucking fate within 25 words. <laughs> oh, I bet. Because I wanted you... it to be like in a. Is that a couplet style? Like. Oh, the falcon was a pre.